0: what's going on guys it's nick here back with another video today we're going to be walking through the different sites talking about who the best values are on each platform we'll go over espn yahoo nfl.com underdog and sleeper so for all the running backs that i go over today if i say they're the best value on espn for example that means that their adp on espn is later than on all the other major sites That's a super important thing to know because holding everything else you know about a player constant. If they're going later on the platform you're drafting on than any other site, it probably makes them a good pick On your platform and they should probably be someone you're looking to draft so if you like this video be sure to hit the like button and if enough of you do i'll do the same thing for wide receiver and then maybe i'll even do the reverse who are the worst values in every platform players that you probably should not be drafting so let's start things off with espn espn has four really good values for running back first up um, we'll go in order of adp on this one jonathan taylor 23rd overall on ESPN, average ADP is 16, so not a huge difference. But you know, one of the top two rounds, right? I mean, seven picks is still a pretty decent on average. Um, also going 23rd on Underdog, so he's actually kind of like tied ESPN and Underdog best values on those two platforms. Um, we've kind of talked about Jonathan Taylor a good amount this off season, Someone that when he was going up in like the beginning of round two. That was probably a little bit too early to be drafting him just with, you know, Anthony Richardson at this beginning of the summer we saying probably going to be the quarterback all season. Now we know for sure going to be the quarterback all year. And so the rushing touchdown upside a little bit cap with Taylor. Now he's also got this like holdout thing again. I think he's going to play. But on any site, if you're looking to draft him, Jonathan Taylor, really good pick on ESPN. I like when he falls into round three. Um, I think the end of round two, I mean, real there's no difference between like, you know, 23, 24, 25. It's obviously the same pick, but I like getting him in round three because uh, I've already locked up, you know, a top probably four player, uh, maybe a really good wide receiver at the end of round two. And so I feel good about that. And then I'm, you know, feel good about taking a chance on him in the early third round. And his average ADP, 16th overall, I don't love that as much because now you're putting a lot more pressure on Jonathan Taylor to have a really good season. So ESPN, really good pick for Jonathan Taylor. I think worth the risk at that ADP. Uh, Next up, Stevenson, 35th overall on ESPN. Average ADP is 28th. Next, lowest is actually an underdog, which is 28th. So the next lowest uh, ADP has is his average ADP. And so we've got the ESPN ADP really bringing that up. Uh, Of course, we have Ezekiel Elliott signing with the Patriots. That does not impact these ADPs. I do believe the average ADP will shift down. For those of you who have asked, I mean, I was kind of factoring this in when we had the visit with, Four net we have the the hopeful visit with delvin cook we've got uh ezekiel elliott visit with patriots it was like if it wasn't zeke it was gonna be someone they were gonna sign some running back because they didn't want to give stevenson you know 100 percent of touches but when they looked at what they had they're like well we kind of have to right now and so um i've been factoring this in i don't think adp's adp should fall too much um i dropped him down maybe two to three spots in in every single scoring format uh but yeah kind of going with that three four turn on espn That's a really good spot for him as well. Typically at that spot, you know, you've got um, maybe even double dipped at wide receiver at the end of round one into round two. And so now you're approaching the turn in three, four. I mean, Paris Stevenson with another high upside running back. Paris Stevenson with, uh, you know, one of the last really good I guess not the last really good wide receivers. One of the higher-end wide receivers have three high-end wide receivers um, because I still think Stevenson's going to have a really good year for New England. Uh, A lot of reception upside as well. Zeke's not going to take the receptions. He's going to take some of the touchdowns, which definitely hurts. But again, we knew Stevenson. If Stevenson, we knew, you know, they weren't going to sign someone. He's going to be a feature back. He would probably have been an early second-round pick. So the ADP shouldn't fall too much. Uh, JK Dobbins, slam dunk pick on ESPN. I mean, you don't even like, even if you don't like JK Dobbins, he's going 96th overall on ESPN. His next lowest ADP is 69th on NFL.com. Are you kidding me? 69th is the next lowest. He's going 96th on ESPN. Uh, He's like practicing now. I mean, we knew, like, remember when we were talking about in like, the Everything You Need to Know videos about how um, we had all these holdout running backs and I had no idea if Jacobs was ever coming back. Uh, but we were, like, you know, close to 100% sure that Dobbins, who had no reason to hold out benefits in no way, was going to come back at some point. And so ADP's kind of fell, bit on ESPN, it fell way too hard. Um, he's a, Honestly, he's a great pick everywhere, um, but I think that on ESPN, phenomenal. Last really good value on ESPN is Zach Charbonnet. I wouldn't say it's some amazing value because, um, again... Early value is way more important. So if you're like 10 picks of value in round two, that's way better than being like 20 picks of value in round 16, right? We want value early on. Uh, Later and later, it gets less important. But uh, going 145th on ESPN, next lowest is 120th. Um, I am a big Charbonnet truther. I think this year I haven't drafted a lot of him because that ADP is so high and because even over projecting the entire Seattle running back core it's really difficult to get to any of them uh, because, basically, ADPs are assuming, well, some people will take Walker thinking he'll be the breakout. Some people taking Charbonnet thinking he'll be the breakout. And I can't project everyone to the breakout. So, on ESPN, 145th, absolutely worth a shot. Great player. Uh, good in the receiving game as well. So, if we had an injury, he could be featured back. Uh, not someone I'm usually targeting on the other platforms. So, ESPN, good spot to get exposure to him. On Yahoo! Only one, and it's only for deeper leagues. Honestly, Yahoo's pretty tough. Um, I think because the default scoring is standard. And so it's like, well, um, you know, running backs are so important in that format. Uh, it's just kind of difficult for the, you, someone to be like the best value on Yahoo. Like that would be absolutely insane. Uh, one that I just wanted to point out, actually, I'm going to point four out, but one that I want to point out first, uh, is Deuce Vaughn is ranked 2,336th. So if you're Deuce Vaughn truther, uh, and again, standard is not the best format to draft Deuce Vaughn, but if you like him, you think he could break out. Um, that's someone where if you're in a deep format, you know, you've got 18, 19 picks in the draft, just like make a note of that for the very last pick. Uh, Because no one's going to see him. You can just type it in and he'll pop up. Uh, Deuce Vaughn, not a bad late round flyer. Uh, A few that are still really good values. Not necessarily the number one value, but really good values on Yahoo. Uh, Saquon Barkley goes 12th overall. And that's the second lowest behind what he has on underdog. You all know I really like Saquon Barkley. uh, Very high-end player, obviously. Uh, Great in the receiving game. Touchdowns, no backup to speak of. Like He's a great pick. Uh, Alvin Kamara goes eighth. 83rd on yahoo that's the second lowest of anything other than underdog and it's very close to underdog and his adp on underdog is rising so i actually think soon on yahoo alvin kamara could be a phenomenal pick. he already is a phenomenal pick but he could be you know the the lowest adp on yahoo which again given their format is insane Uh, and then james cook 93rd overall that's the second lowest behind nfl.com so if you're on yahoo i know it's tough for running backs uh last pick would be deuce vaughn saquon alvin kamara James Cook. And it's honestly nice knowing that those are three running backs I really, really like this season. Alvin Kamara, a little bit more uh, risky, hit or miss. We don't exactly know uh, what he's going to do this season, but James Cook, love breakout potential for him. Saquon, love him as a running back. One. On NFL.com, we have six running back values, a lot of value on NFL.com for running backs. Nick Chubb uh, is going 16th overall on NFL, he goes 13th on average. Uh, As you know, on Underdog, we've been tracking that ADP as it's moved up. I mean, he's now a first-round pick. I've seen him go as high as like 7th or 8th overall, uh, and that's on Underdog, a best ball format where running backs are kind of pushed back at times, as you'll see with the value we talk about in a second there. Um, But yeah, in in redraft leagues, like 16th overall is phenomenal. If you ever get Nick Chubb that late, got to do it, got to target him, got to make basically like, how I would treat this video as well is, let's say you're on NFL.com. Make a game plan to be like, okay, Chubb goes here. The next player we'll talk about is Alexander Madison. And make a note of all the running backs on your platform that are really good discounts. And just think about, well, where am I drafting? How am I going to get to that spot? Um, Alexander Madison, next player. 88th overall in NFL. 63rd overall on average. Second lowest at ESPN at 66th. So if you have um, your spot locked up, look at the draft. where be like, okay, I'm drafting 80th. Well, like Alexander Madison, that general range is a really good pick. So if you have a pick in that general 80s range, plan to be targeting Alexander Madison on NFL.com and see where the rest of your draft plays out. Like, See um, what would you need at that point to make Alexander Madison that spot a phenomenal pick. Um, And basically, everything's going to fall together after that. If you know that you can get uh, Nick Chubb in the mid-second, Madison around pick 88, David Montgomery pick 109 on NFL, you're not going to hit on all of these, obviously, but if you know some of these are possibilities, you can at least go and approach those rounds knowing that something is going to be a really good value. Again, David Montgomery, I've talked about him a billion times this offseason, going 109th on NFL, 81st on average, second lowest, is on Sleeper, where he's 82nd. So he is 27 spots of value back from Sleeper, which is the second best spot. To get him, you have to. like, You literally have to draft David Montgomery and Alexander Madison if you're on NFL.com. They are such insane values that even if you have to reach a little bit, think about that reach. If you take him 80th, it's like you took him 80th on ESPN, but that would have been over a round of value, not an eight spot. Reach so, think about that in the back of your minds. Those two players, and then the commanders' running backs for some reason are both insane values on NFL.com. Brian Robinson, 148th, average is 108. Uh, he's second lowest on ESPN at 108. Uh, and then uh, Antonio Gibson going 151st on NFL, 112th on average, second lowest is ESPN as well at 119. So, both of those two players are really, really good values. Um, Because they're ADPs right next to each other, I'd take the one you like. Again, I prefer Antonio Gibson because I think he's just a little bit better, plays in that receiving game a little bit more. Uh, But if you are Brian Robinson truther, go for it, right? They're both really good values on NFL. And then Raheem Mostert, last one, that's like a late round flyer. Um, I mean, we've got signings from a few of these free agent running backs. And the biggest potential for Miami was Dalvin Cook. That was the one that would have would have wanted to go after. And it was a luxury, right? And that's why Dalvin Cook's not signing there is because the money probably wasn't good enough to get him there because they were like, listen, we have Mostert and we have A-Chain. Those are two running backs we trust that fit our scheme that we've invested in and that we like. Why would we need to overpay for Dalvin Cook? And so them not giving me a, a contract like that's a big boat of confidence for both A-Chain and Moster. So going 179th overall on NFL, 155th on average. Second lowest sleeper at 162. That's 17 spots of value over the next best. Again, late round, that matters less. But the point is, if one of your last picks is 180 and you can plan on getting Raheem Moster with the last pick on NFL, that's a really, really good value. Next site. Underdog. Uh, there are a lot of underdog running back values, but a few that stand out to me Isaiah Pacheco going 90th overall on underdog, 76th on average. That second lowest is sleeper at 75th. So, underdog is really bringing down that ADP overall. Um, I actually thought that Pacheco would kind of reverse course. And maybe this is people trying to outsmart themselves, being like, well, generic Prince is playing really well. And, you know, everyone for some reason always loves Jerick McKinnon. Um, Clyde has gotten some hype here and there and they're like wow well, he can't do anything but I don't know I thought that once he was returning to practice like clearly going to be good to go for week one I know he hasn't um like joined 11 11s but like he's going to eventually and if he doesn't start week one who cares it's underdog it's best ball we don't really care that much about week one like check was a really good pick and I should probably draft him a little bit more uh but 90th overall that's a really good value for him uh Josh Jacobs 31st on underdog, 20th on average. The second lowest is actually sleeper at 20th overall. So um, that's another one that surprises me because when you draft an underdog, you just got to think about what could happen in this build, right? If you're drafting 20 different teams, think about 20 different outcomes. You're fading Jacobs on a lot of teams. Those are the teams that are betting on him not playing. But you should have a few teams where you're betting on Jacobs playing At this point, I mean, you can get Adams and Jacobs. You can throw on uh, Jimmy Garoppolo late in the draft. Very, very easy to do that. And 31st, I mean, I've seen Jacobs on underdog fall to like 35, 36, 37. What are we doing at that point? If we're getting Jacobs in round four and he plays this season, that is incredible value. Uh, Damian Pierce, I've been drafting a boatload of recently. 67th on underdog. 54th on average, second lowest ADP on a site is nfl.com at 64. So close with the other sites are definitely bringing it down, right? If his average is 54, underdog, he's 67, NFL, he's 64. Then he's going way, way earlier on all the other platforms. Uh, Pierce going to be the running back one for Houston this season. I know that uh, Houston is not some incredible team, not a very high-end scoring team. Uh, But again, I talked about him, oh goodness, maybe the Sunday video about how I've projected that. I don't have Houston projected to be a good team. I think it was what, 5.7 projected rushing touchdowns for Damian Pierce. Still makes some incredible value. He's going to increase the receptions. That's going to increase the floor. He's a 20-touch running back in a range where there are none. Great pick there. Uh, And then Dalvin Cook, last really good value on underdog. Going 98th overall in underdog, 75th on average, second lowest ADP is 83rd. Um, Again, I guess this doesn't really come into effect anymore because Dalvin Cook has now signed with the Jets. But the point was, you got to live in worlds on underdog where things happen. He shouldn't really be going close to pick 100 because you could assume different outcomes. Build a team where you fade Brees Hall, you draft Dalvin Cook, you draft Aaron Rodgers and like uh, Garrett Wilson. You Garrett Wilson, Dalvin Cook. Aaron Rodgers, and you just say, okay, what if Brees Hall isn't 100% this season? What if his recovery doesn't go super smoothly? What if it takes a little bit? And we've got uh, Dalvin Cook to start the season. Um, there are still plenty of concerns with Dalvin Cook. I'm not saying he's like the greatest pick in drafts, but you know, getting him 23 spots later than average is a really, really good value on underdog. Um, but again, the risk factors are obviously there. He's not going to join the team for a little bit. He'll be joining in the off season. Um, he's not like super young is a reason obviously that the Vikings cut him Um, and there was a reason why other teams weren't giving him a ton of money Um, but again there are reasons to like him too the Jets are going to be a really good offense a really good defense and they don't want to overload Brees Hall there are going to be games this season the Jets are up multiple touchdowns that they say you know what not like four touchdowns right because then there's trotting out backups but if they're up two touchdowns late in the game and you don't think in the fourth quarter that Dalvin Cook has been getting a lot of carries. And you don't think he's going to be good with those carries? Of course he is. And so I think he's a really good pick there. And then Sleeper. Unfortunately, there's not that many great running back values on Sleeper. Uh, Tony Pollard, far and away the best one. And you need to make that part of your game plan is drafting Tony Pollard on Sleeper. So for everyone who plays in Sleeper, uh, he's going 23rd overall there. 17.6 on average. Second best value is on NFL and Underdog, where he goes 18th. 23rd is ridiculous, right? If you actually get to start off. Justin Jefferson, Tony Pollard, and then what? Like your choice of like T. Higgins, Devonta Smith, DK Metcalf, maybe Chris Olave. My goodness, if you could start off Jefferson, Pollard, Olave, that's a little bit unfair. Um, but the point is, getting him at that turn is insane. Because you're getting, you know, whether it's Jefferson, McCaffrey, you can start off McCaffrey, Pollard, and then just hammer out a billion high upside wide receivers. Um, Getting him at the end of round two is unfair. He should not be going that late. He should be going in like the mid uh, second round. And realistically, as we approach week one, he should probably be moved up. He should probably be going closer to the early second round. Um, This is a kid who, if he's getting the volume we think he's going to get this season, the touches we think he could get, he could be a top three running back easily whether he's lucky or unlucky with touchdowns, whether the receptions increase or decrease, like it doesn't matter. The floor of receptions, touchdowns, and yards is there. And I'm not scared of these backups. They'll be used, certainly. But Pollard has produced very well on 50% of the snaps. And you can't tell me he's getting 50% of the snaps with this backfield. And every single running back that signs takes someone away that could actually still touches away from Pollard. Great pick on sleeper. So, those are the players you should be targeting, knowing nothing else about anything, just on the platform you're on. They're really good picks. Um, again, if you want to see wider receiver version of this video, I will do that next week. Um, just like the video. If it gets a lot of likes, a high like ratio, whatever, that's how I'll judge if you guys liked it. Let me know your thoughts on these running backs. Uh, are you still not drafting some of these people, even if they're really good values on sites? So I wanna know everything you guys have to think. And if you wanna see my exact rankings, this was an ADP video, not a rankings video, but if you wanna see my exact rankings for free, all you gotta do is check out the underdog promo in the description box down below. If you sign up for your first underdog account today, using promo code FFA, and then deposit at least $10, they will not only match your first deposit up to $100, but you'll also get my rankings, all my draft rankings and my underdog content this season for free. It'll be emailed to you the morning after. So whether you want my half PPR, full PPR, custom rankings, all the draft rankings will be free. And then all underdog content for the whole season will also be free. That, my friends, is in this one. Hope you all did enjoy. If you did, how about hitting the like button and how about subscribe to the channel if you're new here? Thanks for watching.